Now, one of those topics that has really captured my mind of late has been this topic of uh, agreeableness. I mean, when the first time I heard about agreeableness, I think I must say I was really fascinated because I saw myself a lot in in that. And um, I just want to start off by just describing what agreeableness is first, and then take it take it from there. Now, in psychology, agreeableness is defined as the people who have high potential to put the needs of others above that of their own and overall agreeableness describes a person's ability to put other people's needs above their own for instance people who have a high who are high in agreeableness naturally experience empathy and tend to get tremendous pleasure from serving others and taking care of them so as you can see it normally comes from a very good place it comes from a place of wanting to be of good service especially to those that you are in a relationship who are meaningful to you and of course those who are around you so as a result and your index something that i call the index of empathy is high and it is combined with that ability then to adjust yourself mentally and emotionally and to physically make space for others in and around your own space so then that makes then the people like that if you are the kind of person it means that you are then more prone to agree with others considering their feelings often often at the expense of your own position or even your own feelings in situations where it even contradicts your own position so you find yourself for example agreeing agreeing to let's say you're not somebody who drinks a lot or doesn't like alcohol that much you can find yourself agreeing to go with your friend or with your friends to a bar to go hang around there because you don't want to offend them or you can even agree to uh certain expenses that you are not you are not planning to spend on even if it puts your financial pocket in a negative light or even if it's uh yeah kind of like you know it's going to present strub trouble for you later on in the future so agreeable people then tend to say yes when they're not in when they are not in agreement with a lot of stuff and this then tends to create incongruence which means that there is that mental misalignment of thought between your own mind and your emotions and when this happens then you find yourself then in that consistent state of cognitive dissonance is another psychological term which just simply describes the state of being or a state of having inconsistent thoughts beliefs or attitudes especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change and the longer and more regularly we stay in that state we create self doubt and we disempower our ability to trust your own decisions and so you find that in situations where you are having to make an important decisions because you're so used to making decisions in um, uh, in contrast to what others think then you find that you're not confident in making your own decisions then you go you will over consult you will consult too many people and then end up in a situation where you've got so much information struggling to figure out who is it that I'm going to agree with who am I going to offend if I go this way who's not going to be offended and then it's like you're operating and is at this high level of emotional and mental tension 
and in the end you don't even know what you want as a person and i find that uh, if i'm in a situation where i'm dealing with agreeable people they struggle to make a decision they always want you to make a decision for them they'll ask you what you think so what must i do then why must i start and what steps must i take and how long must it be what is the formula so they're always looking for something that can prescribe what they do so in that way they don't have to make their own decisions than to offend another person so the advice in this case is that uh, we need to learn to interrogate moments when we feel that anxiety when especially when engaging with people as soon as start feeling maybe the tingle in the tongue the tension in our hands sweating the the, part, the heart that's beating fast and we start wondering and worrying about are they going to be okay if i make this decisions and then you have you want to then almost want to make sure that they are okay people are okay with the decisions that you're going to make even though the decision only impacts you as a person you start worrying about how it's going to impact other people so secondly focus on what has built your logic what has built your principle your beliefs your values rather than fearing conflict rather than fearing rejection rather than fearing abandonment or loss of a relationship or some kind of a judgment in the relationship have a support network of like-minded individuals who exhibit the same values as you and principles as you and beliefs that are aligned to yours if you are consistently finding yourself in in contradiction and in conflict and in combativeness uh with the people that you're with it may be so that you are not aligned in terms of your beliefs in terms of your values in terms of your system uh in terms of your principles um and if you're not it's it, then it's incumbent upon you to figure out why is that the case is it because i have a wrong i have a misconception about certain presuppositions that are a bit off and as a result i need to maybe uh investigate those and see whether or not they're still valid or if it so happens that you're quite okay you can't okay this if example is somebody who has a certain belief like as a christian i have a certain belief about certain things about certain personalities around me a certain way of carrying and conducting myself certain types of behaviors that uh, either help or impede my ability to enjoy myself and to be some to contribute meaningfully then i've got to make decisions as to whether or not i'm going to have certain meaningful relationships with some people and in what capacity can i continue to relate with those people and if there is any change of any kind that needs to take place in order for me to be myself to be a christian to be somebody who uh, who tends to have a I suppose a degree of respect for certain and a moral way of living then i'm going to decide then what kind of relationship i'm going to have or you know with those kind of people um uh, fourthly or thirdly so third fourth years yeah um check yourself with those people at times the people that are support that your support network discuss areas of confidence where you're lacking where you still need to grow until such time that you've built your own confidence and sometimes you whenever you find that you're an agreeable person who has agreed to quite a lot of things that have cost you a lot of your peace that have cost you a lot of your emotional well-being that have cost you quite a lot over time they probably will have to do some kind of a therapy through a therapy process that you're going to have to go through to relearn and to re-hear learn how to speak for yourself learn how to hear your own voice learn how to stand in your own voice learn how to believe your voice and in that time you're probably going to have to rely a lot on a strong support structure that sort of aligns with you if it's a coach that's what you're going to do if it's a mentor if it's a pastor if it's a counselor 
if it is a good friend that is of sound mind and that is for you. All right? Because if you don't do this, what ends up happening is this, you start to lose a lot of emotional territory. And in losing a lot of emotional ter territory um, in relationships, you know, you find that you don't really have a lot more, a lot of room emotionally to move. There isn't much space for who you are as a person, for your voice, for your opinions, for the, the, your desires, for your vision, where you want to go in life. You find that you don't really have a lot of, a lot of power at the table of negotiation in a relationship, especially when you are with somebody that is emotionally aggressive. Eventually, you find yourself in this emotional prison where you're not free to express uh, yourself. Uh, and uh, even if you see certain behavior, certain things, certain decisions that you're taking are dysfunctional or maybe uncomfortable. Let's say that you're married and you realize that this uh, person that you're with is not very good with finances, but because they're emotionally aggressive, they tend to then impose the emotional aggression on the financial decisions that have got to be made. And at the end of the day, you find yourself way overcommitted in terms of your debt, or maybe you're uncomfortable in certain environments and you find yourself being pushed to be to accompany them in certain environments um, and when you ever you raise your voice to say I'm uncomfortable in the situation and it's always like well you know what you are not fun you're boring or oh, you always you think you're better than everybody else why do you have to be so difficult and because of you're an agreeable person you start then reflecting on yourself based on those accusations that have been leveled against you you start judging yourself based on the on those accusations that have been leveled against you and then you keep on then adjusting yourself to sort of not be a difficult person not to be an uncomfortable person not to be this person that has certain standard of thinking and then you start to lose quite a lot of emotional uh, territory right and then because what happens is that these people that tend to be quite emotional aggressive then they set up these emotional landlines that have been placed where you are together so and this can be throughout the length of your relationship. And then you end up having to navigate this heavily triggered emotional territory. Um, and then you, as the agreeable person, you are the target because you are not setting those landmines. The person that is emotionally aggressive that you are in a relationship, whether it be your friend, whether it be a romantic relationship, whether it be your mother, whether it be your father, whether it be your siblings, whether it be even your colleagues or your boss or people that you're working with, they set these emotional uh, landmines that you now have to worry about and then you become an easy target for emotional bullying when you're an agreeable person so how do you deal with that uh, one you, would, you need to learn to communicate your discomforts your emotional grief and your trauma without fear of judgment by those that you are in a relationship with and it doesn't matter whether they be your friends or siblings or parents or colleagues or whoever that may be meaningful in your life so in closing I want to talk about this quickly that it's, it's agreeable people we don't like conflicts and we would avoid confrontation at all costs and this is primarily premised on the fear of judgment like i fear being judged and as a result because you fear judging then you start you get into this mindset of pleasing where you want to please everybody and then you find that it's difficult it is impossible to please everyone especially in situations where you are now having to choose let's take for example a child that is put in the middle of a very crazy divorce fight between their parents now the parents are trying to make them to choose who they're going to go with and if you are an agreeable child and you find that you cannot choose or maybe let's say that you are finding yourself um, in the middle of a fight of your friends and if you are the agreeable one the emotionally aggressive friends are going to want you to make a choice between the two of them and you find that then you don't know what to do because you know um, you fear of offending you have 
this exaggerated level of fearing of uh, offending other people and as an agreeable person then you worry about uh, you know fear, you fear being abandoned being rejected being shamed and you struggle with saying no regardless regardless of how sound you know is and subsequently then you can allow being mistreated in a relationship to continue for a very long time uh, before you then get to a point where you learn to fight for yourself where you learn to stand up so how can you be, how can you deal with that you know build confidence on who you are as a person remind yourself and remember that you are a good person you're a reasonable person you're kind you're caring you're loving you're not out to intentionally hurt anybody but um, at the very same time you know it's okay to have now and then be introspective just to make sure that you're not in any way buying into your own as they say bs or buying into your own madness and buying into your own foolishness so learn to articulate your thoughts and speak kindness speak your kindness speak your care speak your love and be firm in it be firm in it and be truthful to it be truthful to to it and, and because that's what makes you that is your contribution to the people around you to those who you are in a relationship this is your contribution to mankind so understand that if anyone really loves you and cares for you they will give you an ear to your to your appeal they will give an ear to your appeal and um they will also fight to make space for you in their lives and they won't just constantly insist that the only way that you can remain in this space is for is for you to do what they tell you to do it is for you to think the way they want you to think you know and um if they consistently not 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 allow you to have and to be yourself in their space they may have to review you may have to review your place in their lives you may have to review the relationships you may have to renegotiate the relationships because central to every relationships are five important question do i matter number 1 to whom do i matter number 2 for what do i matter number 3 is that how i want to matter if it is not how i want to matter then the fifth question comes should i then change it and in changing then that's when they start the process of uh, you know, therapy of transformation of relearning of having to grow again begins and it becomes a, a very difficult situation and you find yourself in that situation then you may need a professional you may need somebody that knows what they're talking about and that knows how to help you to navigate that difficult territory and that can be sensitive to your emotional state in that space of insecurity of doubtfulness because you're soft your heart is soft you've been hurt you've just realized that this person that you've loved that you've cared for so long you thought you were somebody with them and you thought you were and then you realize no I'm not maybe I'm just a tool I'm just a means to an end I'm a means to their financial end I'm a tool for their security I am a trophy maybe you're a beautiful woman I'm a trophy and then they can parade me in front of their friends but in the, at the end of the day behind the doors I'm nothing but just a trophy and that process of realization when you come to that then begins the process of grieving because you're realizing you've lost something that you've had and you literally go through grieving as if you've lost as if you're going through a divorce or as if you've even lost somebody that you that that you love that was very close to you anyway that's why I just wanted to talk about that like uh, you know how do you handle yourself as somebody that is agreeable and how can you be your own ally to your own success to live in the life that you want to live 
How can you posture your mind in such a way that you remain highly functional? Yes, you can experience emotions and you can love, you can care, you can cry, you can be hurt and all of that. But that doesn't necessarily have to be at the expense of your entire peace, at the expense of your entire joy, of your entire happiness, of your entire comfort. Because these are, these are the, uh, the, the, the vital components of life that you miss out on when you are an agreeable person and most likely you're going to find yourself in situations or in relationships where you are with people that have emotional aggression because then you are an easy target for them to connect with you. I could talk about narcissism and all of that, but this is not the topic about it. I just wanted to simplify it and put it to one thing about what does it mean that you are an agreeable person and how can you handle your personality. It is not, there's nothing wrong with it that you care, that you want to align yourself correctly with other people. But uh, it's important also to know to not be naive, to not be naive in any way and to understand that some people will pounce, they will go in for a kill because they see someone like you as a target and as somebody that can easily take advantage on. Sometimes they don't do it intentionally, sometimes it is from their own trauma, sometimes it is from their own dysfunctional environment that they grew up in, but at the end of the day, it does not make a difference how you get hurt. The fact of the matter is that you still get hurt. And whether you get hurt accidentally, whether you get hurt intentionally, it makes absolutely no difference because the wound is exactly the same. The emotional wound is exactly the same. With that being said, my name is Jabu Zwani, I'm a mindset development specialist, and you can follow me on all the social media platforms um, and reach out for me, even look out for my website, jabuzwani.com. I'm also CEO of the Mindset Development Institute, where I build critical thinking frameworks for leadership, for relationships, for high performance, for entrepreneurship, for growth mindset, for also effective communication. So do check me out and follow me online. Thank you so much. You have a great day.